This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Good afternoon and welcome. Well, in the midst of the migrant crisis, the budding trade war, the travel ban, and the ongoing tweet storms from President Donald Trump, the story of Sarah Huckabee Sanders' ejection from a restaurant is still capturing the world's attention and opening a heated debate about whether the owner of the Red Hen in Virginia did the right thing by asking her to leave because of her politics and her job. It's also fodder for the late-night comedy shows. Take a listen. Hucka Sanders was kicked out of the Red Hen restaurant in Virginia on moral grounds. Now, look, 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 you applaud all you want. Applaud all you want, but my heart really goes out to her. She was separated from her appetizer. She doesn't even know where it is right now. What if it's getting cold? I know that you guys are cheering, but I'm sorry. I think that was the wrong thing to do. I think what the restaurant should have done is treated her the same way she treats the press. Yeah, they should have just brought her an empty plate, and then when she goes, uh, where's my food, you go, oh, it's right there, it's right there. There's no food. And they'll be like, well, the chef told us there's food, so there must be food there. And that's our position, that's it. Turns out her server asked her what she wanted as an appetizer, and out of habit, she refused to answer. And, uh... Yeah, I thought the last one was the best one. Well, like almost everything else in the United States these days, the reaction to this incident seems to break down on partisan lines, though there are people on both sides who are calling out the lack of basic civility in all of this. And there is what we call a local angle. Talk about an unintended consequence. Trump supporters failed to notice that a restaurant called The Old Red Hen is in Collingwood, Ontario, Canada, and they flooded its website with negative reviews as a result of the incident. Diane Smith is the owner of The Old Red Hen restaurant, and she joins me along with Michael Diamond of Upstream Strategy. Hi there. Hi, how are you? Fine, how are you? Hi, Michael. Hi, glad to be here. Uh, Okay, great. Glad to have you here. But first, let's hear from Diane. Uh, So when did you first notice that something was wrong? It was uh, Friday night. I was just, I started getting uh, Facebook notifications, like they were just binging, binging crazy. And I'm like, I don't get that much attention on Facebook. So I checked them out and they were all negative, you know not going to eat at this restaurant. Their political views are are terrible. It's a terrible place. And, I, you know, and I'm like, I'm shocked because we close at three. And I called my manager and I said, did anything happen or anything? She said, no, nothing, nothing. So then we started Googling what was happening and then we put two and two together. So pretty, pretty fast. <laughs> and uh, did you notice a, a drop in traffic since those negative reviews? No, because... Where we are, we have a great clientele, 
great local community. And actually, when I started telling my story to our locals, they had not, they knew nothing about it because they don't, they're not Facebook type people. You know, it wasn't coming up on their radar at all. But we are a tourist town and we do get a lot of Facebook and uh, TripAdvisor referrals. And that was what was worrying me the most. So it was more of a proactive thing that something might happen. Did it? I mean, the thing that uh, really gets me these days is is the kind of trolling on the internet. I mean, you know, out of the blue, you can be targeted. Your business can suffer, and and it has nothing to do with you. Exactly. And and after it got out, and and I've texted everybody that sent me something. I said, I'm sorry, I got the wrong restaurant. And then when other people would troll, other people would say, Hey, you know, you've got the wrong restaurant. And then I, and then I started trolling. Well, you're just a Democrat. You don't know how to sell. Well, you're a Republican. You don't know how to read. You don't know what maps are. So they were starting to attack each other. It had nothing to do with the review or my restaurant. So it's, it's still continuing, actually. And, and uh, it, as a result of this, is there anything positive? I mean, you have had a lot of publicity. Well, my local and my community has really rallied around me. They've all supported me on web, on the, uh, on the Facebook, giving me great reviews. And I've had, but just this morning, I've had three people from the States call me to apologize for their country, for their people. <laughs> I've had people from Scotland saying, I'm, I'm there in August, I'm coming to see you. And I had another lady this morning, I'm coming in two weeks, I want to come and see you. And it's, I, my, I get goosebumps every time I get a phone call from somebody supporting us. I'm like, wow, like these, there is a lot of people that notice these things, but maybe the media has brought a lot of attention to it. But um, the negativity has kind of, at the beginning, was nasty. <laughs> like, terrible, closely, sloppy, this and that, and, and then people got onto it. You got the wrong restaurant, move on. But And, anyway. and be- before we uh, bring in our other uh, commentators, uh, what kind of food do you serve? We are a uh, diner. We open from 7 to 3, uh, seven days a week. We're a breakfast place. We serve breakfast all day, but we do have lunch and dinner available. We Our, our uh, policy is we have everything fresh. We make homemade fr- hamburgers, soups, gravies, our potatoes, our real potatoes. We don't have any frozen vegetables. So we have real quality of food, and, and I have great staff that that's here as well. Okay, we, I thought I'd give you the opportunity oh, to do that for all the negative you. stuff. Uh, let's bring in our other commentators. We've got Michael Diamond from Upstream Strategy and Siraj Hashmi, uh, who is with the uh, Washington Examiner. Siraj, you're uh, in the thick of it. You know, what do you make of all this? Uh, it's, it does fall quite a long partisan line. You know, if you don't like Sarah Huckabee Sanders uh, or the Trump administration are critical of them, uh, this is a big win. Um, and if you don't, uh, I mean, if you do like Sarah Huckabee Sanders, you do like the Trump administration, you're going to see this as some form of political discrimination. Um, with the exception of the Civil Rights Act of 1964, business uh, can refuse to serve anyone on any uh, ground, so long as it's not based in those exceptions made in the Civil Rights Act. Um, but, the, of course, this is the kind of... So there have been some people making parallels between, you know, the the, the case with the Cal, uh, the Colorado baker uh, baking a wedding cake for a gay couple for their wedding 
and a florist uh, basically making floral arrangements also for another same-sex wedding. Um, a lot of people have been making those parallels, but it doesn't really hit the nail on the head because, you know, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, uh, if, if, if the Red Hen was asked to basically hold, like, an event that was celebratory of the Trump administration versus or, like, celebratory of Sarah Huckabee Sanders, um, then you can make that, that similar case. But really, she was just going in to eat dinner with her family. So um, it's, it, it's kind of an interesting argument that people are having. Uh, I don't know if it's going to get worse, although it usually always does. And, uh, and is, do you have you not seen anybody who said, you know, whoa, hold it a minute? I mean, shouldn't there be some civility? Oh, absolutely. I've seen plenty of people call for that on both sides. Uh, there have been CNN panelists who have called for it, and, who also lean left, and there have been uh, conservatives as well who have said that this is uncalled for. I mean, I look for, for me as an individual, I, I it's hard for me to say that uh, a business should be allowed to uh, absolutely serve anyone that they uh, don't agree with. However, we've also tolerated. Uh, businesses like gun shops who have called for basically Muslim-free zones. So, like, you know, uh, people have the freedom to do whatever they want. However, there are people that tend to abuse that right and uh, use it to discriminate any against anyone for any reason whatsoever. Um, Michael, what do you make of this? Uh, you're a conservative watching this from Canada. You know, look, uh, you know, Sarah Huckabee Sanders is... Uh, has a very hard job working for a very unconventional and very uh, polarizing figure. I've done I've done her job, but for much more conventional politicians, and it, it, it can be hard at times. And you know, folks uh, might not like you because of uh, what you have to do for your boss. And uh, she does, you know, a lot of people I think make fun of her, but she's actually doing a pretty good job considering the very strange circumstances that she's working under. So she should not be punished for doing her job. You know, it's like a, a, a criminal defense lawyer who may represent someone who we all know is a bad person who is guilty of committing a terrible crime. Uh, but that is all part of the process. So in democracy, part of the process is that the other side will sometimes win. It's not fun for you, and they're going to have to have staff to uh, implement the, their, their ability to uh, govern. I don't and, think uh, the uh, analogy to a, a lawyer actually holds, because she's a member of the administration, and that indicates that she agrees with it, because she's agreed to work as political staff. I mean, I, I, I don't think this kind of thing is a, is a great way to conduct politics, but but I, I wouldn't accept that analogy. Well, the, she's, she's a staffer of, of the president, and in or, you know, and it obviously the right to representation is a fundamental and constitutional right. The right to, you know, communicate on behalf of the president is not, but it's still an important role in his administration, and I, I just don't think that we should have folks be, uh, you know, hated per- personally, for the job that they do. Uh, Siraj, uh, what do you make of that? Uh, um... Well, I mean, the Trump administration, look, I, I have close ties to people who work in the Trump administration. Obviously, I don't want them to get discriminated against based on their political leanings, just like I don't want my liberals, liberal friends to be discriminated against for their political views. Um, it's, it's, it's the type of discrimination that, uh, a lot of more people are talking about nowadays because it's become so prevalent 
in the sense that there have been people on both sides of the political, on all sides of the political spectrum, who have uh, reacted uh, almost, almost obviously negatively, but sometimes in an overreaction um, to you know how people's presence just being there. Of course, there used to be a time when people could disagree politically on whatever, uh, yet there was a cordial respect for one another, and that respect is just withered away. This is just the Sarah Huckabee Sanders red hen episode is just another testament to that it's not obviously i i I don't i don't know how how else to really feel about it uh other than how you know the bigger picture is that uh civility has just sort of died and it's been dead for quite some time and of course it's hard to ignore that uh you know donald trump during the presidential campaign uh helped also erode a lot of that civility um so Obviously, there's no side has their hands clean in all of this. It well, just seems that as if that uh, a lot of people on the li- on on the left and uh, a lot of liberals have sort of, you know, sunk down to Trump's level, and that's something that they in tw- in the 2016 presidential election they almost campaigned to never do. Well, it, it's uh, it's interesting. I mean, I know that in the States you have families, uh, family members that don't speak to each other because they disagree on this. And, and um, Michael, uh, you know, Trump weighed in on this, and instead of taking up the right or the wrong of this situation, he, he trashed the restaurant saying that it was dirty and they should fix themselves up. And, and he always seems to attack people on a very personal scale. I mean, what? Oh, absolutely. And, and, and it, the, point, the point just made is 100% fair that a lot of the uh, degradation of civility in uh, political discussion, uh, you know, the president certainly has to wear some of that, that, you know, he is, he is an incredibly uh, vindictive, thin-skinned man who, who will, will make these, uh, you know, very personal comments about a restaurant I'm sure he'd uh, never, never been to, frankly. We know he has preferences for chain restaurants because of their standards of cleanliness, like McDonald's and Kentucky Fried Chicken. Uh, but uh, it, it's, so it's definitely a strange thing for him to weigh into. Um, you know, the, the fact is, yeah, if they want to not allow someone to come, I think it's a bad business decision. Uh, the blowback that they're receiving should be expected. It's unfortunate that our uh, friend in uh, Collingwood is taking the heat for something that uh, was done by another establishment. And, uh, you know, it's uh, like the fellow in Scotland who has the Twitter handle at Rogers. And every time Rogers' uh, cell phone service in Canada goes wonky, his uh, Twitter uh, his Twitter account just uh, explodes because of uh, angry customers uh, here in Canada. So it's, uh, you know, part of the problem that we don't uh, read past the story we don't uh, we don't look at uh, who we're talking to often and we blame we just you know uh, digitally you can just blame anyone and uh, ruin their day when they've done nothing wrong but if you're if you're going to ban uh, someone or kick someone out of your restaurant who's a public person because of a political disagreement you should expect uh, to get uh, take some heat and get blowback although the president should be above that uh, Diane would you ever take a stand and and uh, ask anyone to leave your restaurant Never. I've been in this business for 50 years as the person that walks in and needs a coffee or the person that's bringing their families. No. We're here to serve. We have an industry. We have a total respect. We all have our opinions. Like you say, everybody, you know, agrees or disagrees. But when you bring it in here, we're just here to have a good time and make sure everybody leaves. Oh. <laughs> okay, uh, let's okay. Uh, let's get to some of our callers. We've got Doug in Walkerton. Hello, Doug. Hello. I'm wondering, uh, 
how can anybody with good conscience defend what Trump and what Huckabee Sanders does? Because he's a pathological liar. She has to lie with knowledge that she's lying. She lies like a cheap rug. And she stood before the media to say, well, it was quite all right for those people to deny a wedding cake for gays. If they don't like them, they don't have to serve them. <clears throat> and so now maybe the restaurant owner has a gay friend or family member or is gay himself and He's just swinging back and saying, I don't want you in my restaurant. Apparently, apparently some of uh, the staff there are from the LGBT community. But yeah, the, 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 what I'm uh, posing as the question is not um, what she does or doesn't do, but is, is, is it the right response to throw her out of the restaurant when she's just having a meal with her family? Well, it's something that Trump has started, and now she's, unfortunately, she's part of it. She's a casualty. He is is the worst leader they've ever had in their history. They seem to love him. His ratings are going up. Yeah, well, it'll bomb. You watch. Okay, Doug, thanks for that. Let's go to Gerald, who is just west of Collingwood. Hi, Gerald. Hello, Libby. So what is your take on this? The woman in Virginia owns the restaurant? Yep. She has a perfect right to throw a silly woman out. Oh, yeah. She definitely has the right. It's her place. It's her place. She doesn't agree with what she said or what she's been saying or stands for. Kick her out. Okay. Thanks for that, Gerald. All right. Okay. Let's go to Bill in Toronto. Oh, we lost Bill. Um Okay, then. So uh, it it looks like, uh, you know, I think there are a lot of people who think that it wasn't the right thing to do, but there's no question she has a right to do it. Are, are we going to be seeing more of this, Michael? Absolutely. I think, you know, uh, politics, as you pointed out, you know, we have families who have stopped talking to each other over this, and, and that might not be a particularly new thing, but it used to be, I think, much rarer than it is now that people dread speaking to people who have opposing views. And frankly, it's, it's, uh, it's just sad. Um, it is. And, and I think part of the problem is that, uh, you know, in social media, people tend to congregate with, you know, like-minded people. And uh, there doesn't seem to be um, any tolerance for a differing view. But uh, I, think it's also, I think it's also Donald Trump, because he really has lowered the bar. There is absolutely no question whether you like what he's doing or not. Um, you know, uh, the behavior, the tweeting. Uh, let's go to Bill in Toronto. Hi, Bill. Hi. You know what? I don't know whether Trump's lowered the bar or the left has officially lowered the bar. You know, you've got Maxine Waters in the States that says basically every public official, if that's a Republican they don't like, attack them wherever they are. But, Libby, you know, I may not like some of the things you, you talk about in your show, and I don't actually like the way the slant of this conversation is going. If you're sitting in a restaurant and I happen to be next to you in there, should I take it out on you in there? I think that's absolutely, it's despicable. Uh Bill, I I don't know about despicable might be strong, but this might be one of the few occasions when I agree with you. I think it's the wrong way to handle it. Absolutely. Well, 
Absolutely. And I look at it, you know, you've got, uh, what is it, Antifa that put the masks on, they go out. you got Maxine Waters, who's, who's, who's going after them. you got the NDP that's been elected here in Toronto that have this absolutely left-wing uh, agenda. Like, I think we're going down a bad path here that's just not going to be good for anybody. Okay, Bill, thanks for that. Thanks. Okay, let's go to uh, Jerry in Burlington. Hi, Jerry. Hi, how are you doing? Fine, how are you? Good. I don't think that politics should be um, involved or playing role in something like this. I mean, when Obama was in power, I haven't heard of anybody refusing service to um, anybody who worked for Obama. Um, like, it's just basically, uh, you know, like, and, and there were a lot who disagreed with him. So I don't think that should play a role in it at all. You serve your customer. And, for example, um, when I'm talking to my friends, if I know that we disagree politically, I don't discuss it because they are not going to agree with me. I'm not going to agree with them, so we just leave it, and it does not affect our relationship. So I don't think that this should have... Um, and, I, by the way, I don't think that she complained about it. She just stated it that's what happened well i think i think what happened i think what happened was that she was taken aside and asked to leave and she did that and somebody saw it and reported it and and she confirmed it so um you know i don't think it wasn't as though she was complaining and went on the media and said well this is what happened to me you know i think it was blown out of proportion but i don't think it it should have been done it shouldn't have i mean people can hate trump but um yeah i don't think it should play any role in in service in anything like that well let's Just because you disagree with somebody politically I, I i i agree with you and i hope that uh we don't see this here in canada jerry thanks for your call uh siraj um uh bill brought up maxine waters um i'm not sure if that happened before or after this but um yeah it I guess happened after it happened after and it was uh uh you know there are a lot of people who think that's kind of uh totally over the top as well yeah, you know, it's interesting because Democrats definitely had a leg up in the uh, conversation um, because this is happening sort of, um, you know, this is a, an at-random event. You know, Democrats didn't claim ownership to it. Yet Maxine Morris comes out with this statement during a rally, uh, basically associating the Democratic Party with that type of idea uh, and basically pushing out any Trump administration official or any Trump supporter um, out of a normal business. I mean, it's the type of isolation um, and uh, insularity that kind of forced that actually, and, and I hate to be cliche about it, but it's kind of the reasons why Trump won, because we had this, we have a lot of people who are just been isolated from communities. And what Maxine Waters is kind of preaching is this further isolation of Trump supporters because their ideas are not accepted. Um, so, you know, Nancy Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi, House Minority Leader, she actually called this type of action that uh, Maxine Waters is, is urging her supporters to, to uh, practice. She called it unacceptable. She called it predictable, but unacceptable. And it's good that she had this, re- this response to it. However, she really needs to figure out a way to sort of uh, rope in Maxine Waters because she's been so, she's kind of built up her platform as being so anti Trump. 
uh, that she's no longer being taken seriously in a lot of Democratic circles. Okay, um, we have to uh, wrap up this segment. People, uh, Free For All Friday is coming up. I can see that other people want to weigh in on this. But before we go, uh, what would you like to leave us with, uh, Diane Smith? Well, I, I just appreciate all the love and support that I've gotten over this. It wasn't about publicity or getting advertising. It was just about just making sure that we didn't get sucked in and, and people are reading bad reviews. I appreciate how people are interested um, and are very caring, and I just want to say thank you for the, the support. Okay, and Michael Diamond, what would you like to leave us with? You know, I hope that uh, restaurant owners can be like Diane and uh, make the right business decisions instead of political decisions and serve people good food without creating a uh, controversy. Okay. Uh, thank you to thank you, you all. Appreciate it. Take care. Uh, thank bye. You. Thanks for calling. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads. Idea City on the air and The Garden Show.